So last week I started uh, taking us through the book of 1 John, and we're going to continue in 1 John this morning. So if you have your Bibles, open up and turn to 1 John. We'll be in verse 5. But as a way of recap for last week, John said that he was going to tell us about what he saw and about what he touched and about what he heard and about what he had felt. And he was going to tell us all about that so that um, his joy would be complete and our joy would be complete. So 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. You can have the verses. There we go, yeah. Yeah, but keep going. Hey, there we go. One more. All right. 1 John 1, 5. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. So this is what John knows. This is what he had heard. He heard it from him. And he wants to tell us what he heard. So before we move away from that too fast... God had spoke to John because all through Scripture and all through history, God talks to his people. So God is speaking, of course, through Scripture, but also to you. He is speaking. And John heard, and you can hear, and when you hear from God, you should do like John did and share it. What did he hear? He heard this, God is light. Now there's lots of fascinating things in this world, but light is an incredible thing. I, I just, I don't understand. Here's what I do know. In Genesis chapter 1, the first thing God said, let there be light. Let there be light. The first act of creation in Genesis. And then, he saw that the light was good. Which is interesting because God is light and God is good. And the, the light, the light brings so many things to us. The, the, one of the first things I think of about light is that you can see. You know, when it's dark, you can't see, but when it's light, you can see. It's important for us to be able to see where we're going, things we're looking at, where we've been, each other's faces. It's good to be able to see, and light does that. Um, light also brings life. You know, if you think of the, the plants specifically, but also most of us mammals, we need light to be healthy. We need light. Light is life. God brings life to us. It also brings warmth. Right? That's winter comes because there's a lack of light. Now, usually when we talk about light, the other thing we talk about is darkness. And just like here in verse 5, um, God is light. In Him there is no darkness at all. So could you do me a favor? Could you turn on the dark? No, none of you 
can turn on the dark. You can turn off the light, but you can't turn on the dark. You see, darkness is the absence of light. And it gets darker in here as we shade or reduce the amount of light and until there's no light at all, and then it's complete and utter darkness. Um, so if there's a darkness issue, it's really not about the dark at all. It's about the light. If it's dark someplace, what needs to be brought to that place? Light. We don't get rid of darkness. <clears throat> we bring light. Which is why the first thing God did when He created was, let there be light. And the darkness leaves. You cannot have dark light. Or light dark. Right? There is light and there is dark. And if there's not enough light in a room, then the room is dark. If there's not enough light in someone's heart, then there is darkness in their heart. Our battle is not against the darkness. The invitation is to let there be light. You don't remove the dark. You turn on the light. So, just an interesting thing I think of about we don't like darkness. And the way to... Uh, Get rid of darkness by bringing light. Then in verse 6, if we claim, <clears throat> excuse me, if we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. So first John says, here's what I want to tell you. I saw God and there is light. There's no darkness in God. Then he turns the focus to us, right? If we claim to have fellowship with Him. What does it mean to claim to have fellowship with Him? Well, last week we saw that this fellowship was between God and John and us. It's a fellowship of the believers. But it, it starts with a fellowship with God. And if we claim to have that fellowship, so here's another way of saying that. If you claim to be a follower of Jesus Christ, if you claim to be a believer, if you claim to be a Christian, you know, that's really where this all starts. What you claim. So, Grandma went to church, so that makes you a Christian. I understand. You're not an unbeliever. It's not that you don't believe in Jesus. But I'm reminded of that verse that says, even the demons believe and tremble. So, I am sure not trying to establish degrees and levels of are you a good follower of Jesus or not. That's not my intent at all to judge anyone. This is for you and yourself. If you claim to have fellowship with God, and yet walk in darkness, at best you're deceiving yourself. At worst you're just outright lying. You can claim anything, right? You can claim 
whatever you want to claim. But here's the truth. If you have fellowship with God, you will walk in the light. You can't help it. You can't have fellowship with light and then not be walking in the light. Um, so, as we read this verse, don't think about those around you. This is a verse for you, not them. It doesn't say if they claim to have fellowship, this is you. If you claim, are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Someone who has fellowship? You will know that because you will be walking in the light. So the point is not to call anyone a liar. The point is to say, this is how you can know. If you're a follower of Jesus, you will walk in the light because God is light and there's no darkness in Him. And if you have fellowship with Him, then you are in the light and you will be walking in the light. Well, this is, this is great news because it means as a follower of Jesus Christ, I can be in the light. All the old things that come with darkness can, can go. <laughs> Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, His Son, purifies us from all sin. Walking in the light, those who are followers of Jesus, those who are believers, those who are Christian, if we walk in the light, not claim, but walk, then we have fellowship with one another. We belong to each other and to God. This, we are created to belong. And we can have that by being a follower of Jesus Christ and walking in the light. Everybody who is in the light with us, we have fellowship with them. And the blood of Jesus purifies us from all sin. So before we came to Jesus, we were walking in the dark. It's another way of saying we sinned. And the wages of sin is death. And the blood of Jesus purifies us from that. Used to be dead, now we're alive. The blood of Jesus purifies us from all sin. All sin. Oh, Tony, I've been, I was too bad. There's no way Jesus could forgive me for what I've done. I get it. You might need a little more faith in the power of Jesus Christ. By walking in the light, you'll see. So come along and walk in the light. You'll see. You'll see how much grace Jesus has. You'll see how much power is in His blood. You'll see how clean you can be by being purified. This fellowship of the believers, you see, we're all in the same boat. No matter what sins we've committed, each one of them was enough to disqualify us, to make us be dead. But Jesus purifies us from them all. Now verse 8 
If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So, of course, we know that we've sinned before we came to Jesus. The reality is, even after we become followers of Jesus Christ, even after we have been walking in the light, we still sin. It's not okay. We don't want it. It's, it's a nasty thing for us to do, but it happens. And if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Jesus described people that uh, he, he said he came for the sick, not for those who were well. Um, if you claim to be well, you deceive yourself. And the truth isn't in you. I know it's a, it's a hard thing to, to say and to accept, but uh, I made a mess of my life. And you did yours. And I would like to say that I'm all done making a mess of my life, but it's just not the truth. I still am able and sometimes willing to sin. And so, awareness of that, knowing that that's the condition we're in, makes us humble <clears throat> and makes us know that we need a Savior, we need rescue, we need to be purified by the blood of Jesus, even after the first initial cleansing. Um, we deceive ourselves. Deception is a really powerful thing. Because you don't know you're being deceived. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Verse 9, if, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So it's not really a question of if, it's a question of when. When you sin, what should you do? Well, for those of us who have been a Christian for a long time, I don't know if you would call it a callous or what, but we seem to get used to our own sin. We seem to become pretty tolerant of our own sin. And uh, we just... Rather than being purified from all sin, we just kind of want to get to the point where we can manage our sin. We're keeping it at a manageable level. Well, there's no such thing as a manageable level of sin. What we have to do is get rid of it. How do you get rid of sin? Right here. When you sin, confess. Confess your sin. I don't know that you can be too open when you confess your sin. I think a lot of times we just kind of want to minimize it. You know, like, I only did that because they did what they did. So yeah, Jesus, I was wrong, but if they wouldn't have done that, then I wouldn't have done this. You know, or just kind of getting it down to where it's not really my fault and it's really not that bad. And it, it's kind of okay. And I would tell you that to confess your sin, 
Um, it's a gut-wrenching act to confess. Because who made me sin? No one but me. Confession is, I've been walking in the light, Jesus, and I chose to turn away from You and the things of Your kingdom, and I chose to do this instead. Knowing full well that it was a rejection of You, Jesus. Confess. And you know, we might want to confess that, uh, um, I, well, I said some pretty harsh words. And, and that's probably true. You did probably say some harsh words. But what was the sin? Saying harsh words is not a sin. What was the sin? Well, when you get down to the bottom of it, what you did was hate your brother and sister. So I'm encouraging you when you confess to not just do some high-level blow-it-off of, yeah, yeah, I sinned. No. Tell Jesus what you really did. What you really did. Um, Jesus, um, instead of getting my validation from you, I got my validation from this person. And this person said something that invalidated me. So rather than coming to you for, for compassion and healing, Jesus, I lashed out in hatred and cursing at them. Confess your sin. My experience has been when I more fully confess my sin, I am much less prone to repeat it. Because I realize how dark my own sin is. That's why it's important as people who walk in the light, when we sin, no, let's get to the root of it. What was really going on here? Where was the unbelief? Where, where was the, the hate or the rage or the lust? Or what was it that you did? Um, because as you confess your sin, He is faithful and just and will forgive us and purify us from all unrighteousness. And so, it's kind of like if you're cleaning something. You know, you can kind of just give it a swipe with a rag and call it good. Or you can get the toothbrush out and get into all the little details and corners of it. As we are being purified, if we just offer up, here's a quick pass, that's what gets purified. But if we'll go to the root of it, and you may not know, you know, this deception thing that we talked about. You may not know. Ask Jesus to shine light. What was my sin, Jesus? What did I really do? And then confess that. And He will forgive and He will purify. One of the worst things in the world to me is repeating the same sin over and over and over. You've all been there. We've all been there. I've been there. Wash, rinse, repeat, right? And what a foul thing to be stuck in 
in the same thing. I would tell you, dig into it. What's the root of it? What really is the sin that's going on? Confess that. Ask Jesus to shine his light on it. And he who puts the broken hearts back together and sets the captives free? Remember, we're trying to get rid of the darkness. So, did you become dark because you sinned? Or did some darkness creep in and that resulted in you sinning? Turn the light on. Turn it up brighter. As we are in the light, there is no darkness. And sin only comes from darkness. We don't clean up sin any way other than turning the light on. That's how we get rid of the darkness, is by turning on the light. God is faithful. He will do His part. He will purify us. You see, sin is not good because it disrupts our fellowship with God. It interrupts and and breaks our unity with Him. And as we sin, it puts up more and more shades for the light, so it becomes darker and darker. As He forgives us and purifies us, all those things are removed and the light comes back in. Then verse 10, 1 John 1.10. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. The one thing I have personally noticed is that as I walk in the light, dark things become really obvious. It's like changing the contrast on a, on a TV or a monitor, right? When it gets so stark and black, the, the, grays, the gray scale goes away and it becomes white or black. And that's what happens as we walk in the light. These things are exposed. They're no longer hidden in the shadows. Uh, it's obvious. And, and if you walk in the light, it's pretty hard to claim that you have not sinned. So back to this whole thing of how do you know you can claim fellowship with God? How do you know? Well, are you walking in the light? Are you confessing your sin? Are you being purified? Those are the things that happen. See, sin is not the plan. So I have no plans to sin tomorrow. I might, probably will, but I have no plan to sin. My plan is to continue walking in the light and inviting that light in and letting that light shine so that the things of darkness are exposed and I want nothing to do with them. Because what I have learned, those things in the darkness, while it appears that they give life, while it appears that they will make me happy, it's all a scam. Sin does not bring life. In fact, it brings death, always. And always choosing some other plan than what Jesus has for me, it just never works out. So as an old guy, somebody who's been walking in the light for a while, listen to me. Walk in the light. It's it's a hoot. It's the best thing ever. To have freedom and joy and peace. To be strong and courageous. And as soon as I sin, 
as soon as I am aware of my sin, then it's time to confess that sin. And man, as the light shines on that sin, it starts looking nastier and nastier. And the life is not in that sin. And I don't want it anymore. And, and it becomes ugly to me because of the light of God. And you know those things that have no temptation? You won't do because you're not tempted by them. So as John learned, <clears throat> by the time he spent with Jesus, the disciple Jesus loved, the things that he saw, the things that he heard, the things that he touched, what he saw was fellowship with the Father, with Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And that fellowship is what he's inviting us into because in that fellowship is pure joy. And with the fellowship of the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit comes the fellowship of believers. And now in that fellowship, because God is light, we walk in the light. We walk in the light with him. And uh, it's better than anything else you could imagine. So Jesus, um, shine your light on us that we would walk with you in the light. Jesus, may we keep our eyes on you and our focus and attention on you so the light would shine bright, exposing all the things of darkness around us. Uh, we don't want darkness. We want light, Jesus, that comes from you. So shine your light. Give us eyes to see. All of us who claim to walk in the light, may we actually walk in the light. May we share the good news about that with others that our joy would be complete. As those we love, our neighbors, those we care for would walk in the light too. And Jesus, as we claim to walk in the light, on the other hand, we acknowledge that we are sinners. And that as much as we hate to sin, we continue. And Jesus May we confess our sins to you, that we would be purified from all unrighteousness, washed white as snow because of your blood, Jesus. Oh, thank you for this forgiveness. Thank you for this fellowship. Thank you for this life. We pray it all in your name. Amen.